Welcome to the Write It Down podcast at home edition. I'm your host, Brooke Murata, typically bringing one-on-one interviews to challenge, inspire, and encourage. Today is a little bit different. I am going solo, which I guess isn't that different, but I'm here to share three stories, two that are like a little unnerving for lack of better words. And then the third one is just um, kind of um, more about the impact that the Haley Sue Foundation has had on other people's lives and my life and how great the Legacy Ball was this last weekend in Nashville. I just want to say thank you for listening to the Write It Down podcast. We are so close to 100 episodes and your support and your um, likes and listens and all the things um, have just been um super humbling and such a blessing. Um, I have this philosophy in my head that I've tried um, keeping with, with the consistency of anything I do in my life, that whether two people or 20 people or 200,000 people ever listen, um, that I would still give it uh, my 100% effort and would bring you good content and and things that encourage you and bring you guys joy. So thank you so much. You guys know what to do. Sit back, relax, and get your pens ready because this is Write It Down. Welcome to the Write It Down podcast at Home Edition. I'm your host, Brooke Barada. Today I'm riding solo. I have a few stories I would love to share with you guys. Um, two of them I would say are a little traumatic. I have been accused of being dramatic, but honestly, I feel like once you hear these stories, you're going to be like, all right, Brooke, that's un- unreal. And how does this happen? Sometimes I feel like I'm in the Truman show, which if you haven't seen that, you should watch it. It's with Jim Carrey and I won't give it away, but you, I had this, like, I don't want to say paranoia, but I have this feeling that sometimes my life is like a movie and people are just laughing in the audience and you guys are my audience. And I'm here to share a couple stories. Um, Another story I want to share with you guys um, is a little bit about my weekend at the Haley Sue Foundation. Um, if you haven't already, go um, follow them on Instagram, like their Facebook page. The Haley Sue Foundation is absolutely incredible. Kim Stone, the president, and the Pearsons, Haley Sue's parents, um, are just the most lovely people. And um, that night was just filled with so much hope and so much light. And you can feel the Lord in that room. And we had so much fun dressing up and dancing the night away. So I'm pumped to share about that story. But um, the story I want to start off sharing is, as many of you guys know, I um, hopped on the train and um, joined real estate. And that was about about a year ago now. And um, I'm super grateful for all my experiences and the early success in this career and um, open doors. So super grateful. But um, I just worked on this deal that there was a lot of stress involved. And um, by stress, I just mean really hard to get straight answers. Um, It was in Winter Garden, which was great. Like I loved being able to help some friends find homes over there. Um, And that process was easy and great. But when it came time to kind of negotiating and um, just coming to terms with things, it was just a little tougher, which is fine. It's a huge purchase and you're dealing with other people on the other side that don't know you and don't really have a a loyalty to you. That's all I'm going to say about that. So I'm already perturbed, for lack of better words, with um, just things going on on the other side. 
So it's walkthrough day. It's closing day. So we do, we schedule our walkthrough about an hour and a half before we close. So I drive over, I'm having a great peaceful morning. I'm super excited. Um, I, these are some of my best friends that are buying this home. And so today is just like a really great day. When you finally reach closing day, you're like, oh, yay, we all agree on the, on the, um, the correct terms and all the things, whatever. Don't mean to bore you with the details. So I show up to the house. I'm a little earlier than my clients and I open the front door with our lockbox. and this is all scheduled through an app. So it's, it's known that we are coming. So I open the, um, front door of the home and the alarm goes off and it doesn't just like, it's not like a, it's like in, insanely loud. So I walk through the kitchen and there's a, um, pieces of paper for ADT. And I'm like, great. There could be the code in here to turn this alarm off. I don't understand why the alarm's on anyways. Um, but whatever. So I'm like freaking out. Then I go over to the keypad and I start like hitting disarm and it gets probably a good 20 decibels louder. I don't really know the measurements of sound besides we're decibel. So I'm just going to go with that, but it got increasingly louder. So it gets insane. I start to like get super frustrated. I call the listing agent and she doesn't answer. And I'm like, Hey, the alarm's on in this house. I'm trying to show my client and we're about to close on this. Like why is the alarm on? She doesn't answer. Finally, I get a hold of this sales rep for ADT and he's like, well, try unplugging it. I'll try to get in touch with the owner. I don't have a master pin or anything. And I'm like, great. So it's still going on. We're probably like now in the time frame of like 10 to 15 minutes. So I unplug it from the wall and it goes on its battery power. And then the guy on the phone goes, the battery power might last five hours. I'm like, great. So, and then he's like, do you have a screwdriver? At this point, I'm like, my blood is boiling. I'm stressed. I'm like, no, I don't have a screwdriver. It is so loud right now. Like I'm starting to get like a little more firm with this man of like, figure out how to turn this off. Finally, it turns off. I go out the back door. Alarm sounds again because all the doors and windows are connected to this. So it incessantly is like going, going off again. Um, and sorry to put my coffee down to talk with my hands. So, um, finally, like it all turns off and this other man on the phone, the salesperson for ADT starts giving me a sales pitch. Hey, save me in your phone as such and such ADT. If you got other clients that need it, I can install. And I'm like, Hey, sounds great, Tony. But like, I'm in the middle of a crisis right now. My clients aren't here. I appreciate it. Like if I need you, I'll call you, but like, I don't have time for this. As I'm on the phone with him, I see a police officer walking towards the kitchen window with his gun up. And I'm like, oh my word. And before people get up in arms about, why does he have a gun out? Oh, let me just put it this way. This alarm went off so loud and ADT in their commercial says that it's connected to the police station and the fire station and that they'll be there. So he was just doing his job, but I'm freaking out. I've never had a gun drawn towards me, on me, near me. You know, I watch Jack Ryan. I watch these shows and you think, you know what you would do if a gun was towards you? Not, not a chance. Like I look, whatever. So then he starts walking and I'm like, you know, I, my eyes are big and I'm like terrified. Like I start to well up. Cause at this point I'm like pissed and sad all in one breath, open the front door. The gun is still drawn. 
I just start sobbing. I'm like, you know, like on, on like, I'm like, you know, and then he like eases the gun down, puts it away, talks on his walkie talkie, like blah, 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 over now, whatever, whatever he says to like, tell the dispatcher, like, everything's good. This is not a kidnapper. This is not a burglar. Yada, yada. So he sees that I'm crying and he was so kind. He was like, what's going on here? And I'm like, I am just a realtor. You know, like I'm like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, okay, are you the buying and sell or the selling side? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I just had no words because like, first of all, I cry when I get pulled over. If I get pulled over, if you're listening to this dad, mom, I don't really get pulled over often, but if I do, I typically break down and cry just because authority like really terrifies me a little bit. It's probably a little bit of like some childhood trauma, no big deal, but like I get really nervous when, um, there's a disciplinary like figure like nearby, not that I did anything wrong, like, but I'm like, Oh, I'm sure I did. you know, like here, take me now, put me in, put me in, uh, behind bars. So He's like consoling me. He's like, do you own that car out there? I said, yes. And he's like, can I see your license? I'm like, sure. And I'm like shaking still. And I'm like, I'm so frustrated because I tried calling the other agent. I tried like getting a hold of ADT. Like we couldn't get the alarm to sound. I still at this point, I haven't heard from the other side. And I'm just like, who does this happen to, you know? And then he stayed for a little bit, the police officer. And he was just like, well, hopefully like when you close, you'll be done. He's like, I don't understand why the alarm would be armed. I'm like, me neither. We like, anyways. So then I call, you know, my dad and he tries to make it light. And I'm like, too soon. This is not a joke yet. Like we can joke later. I'm shaking. Like I've never been near a gun drawn pointed at me within five feet. So that was a really traumatic experience. And then I cried a little bit more. And like at this point, I'm not like sobbing. Like I'm just kind of like shaking up, like, you know, like watery eyes and just a little perturbed. So then I call my client, my friend's husband, and he's like, oh my gosh, like just take a second. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like we're supposed to be closing on your house and I had a gun and like whatever. So it turned out being completely fine. And now it is a joke because- these people, my clients are my best friends and their family. Like we're all super tight and their family to us. So it's fine. But I'm like, note to self, you, it, everything's a learning experience. Like maybe just find out there's an alarm before you walk through. Or, hey, if you're a listing agent, make sure the alarm is turned off when somebody's showing your property or somebody's closing on your property on that day. Um, so yeah, that was like pretty unnerving. So just to kind of give you like, the overview of that. That was Tuesday of last week. Okay. So not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday before this is February 28th, I guess is the best, best way to put it. Cause anyways, so this happens. And then I, um, during that time I had, um, another client be like, Oh, like we'd love to see this property. I'm like, Oh my gosh, great. Can we do it tomorrow? Like, I'm just like, I didn't say this, but in my head, I'm like, I'm in a little bit of a crisis right now. I'm literally planning my life behind bars at the moment. So then the next day, great, go show property. We put an offer in Friday. I am on a flight to Nashville. When I land, my phone um, has these text messages from the other agent. And she's like, offers accepted. Hallelujah. So exciting. Literally, like I'm pumped. 
So I'm like at lunch in Nashville, tight, like writing up the, the contract, like finalizing all the details, sending out for signatures, calling for inspections, all the things. And finally, six o'clock, seven o'clock rolls around in Nashville. I'm like sitting in Ubers, making calls, like super fun. This is life I love. So anyways, finally, like everything kind of the dust kind of settles. Um, I felt like I didn't have like a second to really process the whole gun situation and everything else. So my friends and I, we go to dinner. Everything's great. Then we go out. Well, before we leave for dinner, we're going to take a quick break to discuss Write It Down's brand new website. You can head over to widpod.com, W-I-D-P-O-D.com, and see all the goods. You'll notice a banner at the top of the page that says learn more. If you click that link, it'll show you how you can support Write It Down. P.S. My favorite part about the website is the Wid Wall, which is a collection of all the Write It Downs from the show. This podcast is made possible by the 1513 Network. So show the network some love and support by listening to their other shows. If not, just stick with Write It Down because I'm the coolest, the realest, the illest. Now, back to the show. The hotel manager goes, are you guys here for the Morgan Wallen concert? And I guess Morgan Wallen came out with a um, an album that Friday and we're not Morgan Wallen fans. So I'm seeing this all over the internet. I'm like, what's the big deal? There's a couple of songs I like, but I'm not a country um, music fan. And I also feel like he low key growls. Um, Morgan, I'm sorry if you're listening to this Morgan Wallen. Um, if you come on the podcast, I'm sorry. Like, I think we can work through some stuff. It's just not my flavor of music. Okay. But not a big deal. Great, great artist, I guess, you know? So everybody's freaking out on Instagram that his album came out and then we're at this hotel in Nashville and she's like, did you guys come here for the Morgan Wallen concert? And we're like, didn't know he had one. Apparently he was doing a free concert for up to 10,000 people at Bridgestone Arena as a surprise because he had um, his album come out that day. Who knew? Not us. So there's um, a strip in Nashville if you haven't been or heard, but it's called Broadway. So Friday night, we... um, we go to Aldine's, which is um, like a bar and restaurant there. And there's a line out the door and there's lines out the door for all these places. And we're like, what's the big deal? Like, why is it so crazy? So then we finally get inside and the upstairs, like the rooftop area is like shut down. And we're like, what in the world? So about an hour later, they open the upstairs and my friends and I go upstairs and it's packed. Okay. And we had like kind of heard that he might have already been there type of thing or like done something like a Morgan Wallen done like another little whatever concert upstairs at this place. But by the time we got there, like nothing like gone as far as we knew it was, you know, it was packed. So then I like look at my friend and I'm like, I need to use the restroom like soon immediately, you know, whatever. So we make our way like sardines to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. As we come out, there's like a crowd of people surrounding the bathrooms with their phones and cameras out. And I'm like walking out, like what is going on? Like I'm walking towards people with their phones out and there's all these security guards holding people back and like it's absolute chaos. And then, um, I'm like holding my friend's hand to try to like get through. And then we get separated like three times, you know, there's a fist fight in front of my friend and my, my friend roommate, my Froomey. And then my, um, the security guards like elbows, like in my neck, like he's biting people off. And I'm like, this is crazy. 
Well, then out steps Morgan Wallen from the bathroom. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, first of all, why are you here right now? Second of all, you just thought like, why are you in the bathroom? Like, isn't there a private little porta potty for you in the back? Little, little portalet? Like, why are you going to all of our bathrooms? Now you're causing this chaos. Now I'm finna die. And I've already been, you know, this close to death this week. Like, I, literally, like I, I've heard it said before, I'm either waking up in this house or his house. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm like, great. This is my second appointment with death this week and I'm avoiding it. So I get separated from my roommate and then Morgan is like probably like this far away from me, like with our feet and we like look at each other and he like smiles and I'm like, okay, dude, like, honestly, like this, and I didn't say this, but in my head, I'm like this situation of me almost dying and you coming out of the bathroom and all these people because of you right now is extremely frustrating. So I finally like went up to this other security guard and I was like, I'm just trying to get to my friend right here. Like she's like right there. I can see her little head and like, I just need to connect back with her. And he like pushes me towards her, helps me, escorts me to get back into safe standing. So all of that, we were just like unreal. Like this is so overwhelming. There was, I kid you not, there was a couple hundred people just swarming near the bathroom just to be able to like get a picture of him walking out of the bathroom stall. And we had no idea that when we went to the bathroom that he was A, even there in the building and B, going to the bathroom at the same time. So all that to say, finally, we get back with everybody. We head back to the hotel. I go happy night night. Everything's fine. The next day, Explore Franklin, beautiful, beautiful little city um, just south of Nashville. And then that night is the Haley Sue Foundation Legacy Ball. So much fun. I feel like I should pause here for a sip of coffee. I feel like you should too. That is a lot to digest. And if you were sitting with me in the car right now or we were on the phone, I'm sure that you guys would either ask questions or be in complete and utter shock. Um, even when I tell it, I'm like, wow, this is all within like three days of each other. Like, this is crazy. So anyway, so we get ready for the ball. We're super excited. Um, many of you guys, and this is a podcast for a different day, might not know how I got involved with the Haley Stu Foundation last year. Um, but you know, it just makes sense. Let's just put it that way. Like all these little things that happen that are borderline traumatic, but make funny stories. It's just the thing in my life that continues to happen and I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to embrace it. God's always taking care of me. Everything's fine. And we can laugh about it later. Like, you know, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. So, um, we get ready for this legacy ball. It's so Uh, like it's unbelievably beautiful. It's at this gorgeous hotel, you know, there's a dance floor, there's a legacy ball, um, like light up, um, I guess letters like on the dance floor spelled out legacy ball. Um, and so fun. We walk out the red carpet, Haley Sue's parents are there. Um, so sweet. And if you guys, um, don't know the story. Um, you guys can check it out on their website, but just to kind of give you, um, just a quick overview, Kim Stone did come on the podcast and share. Um, so look back in our previous, previous episodes, um, for Kim Stone on that one, but, um, Haley Sue, um, Pearson, a sweet young lady, um, my age, she, um, this is in 2020. She had gotten married, um, was starting her life. And, um, her friend got in a car accident. 
she wanted to get out of the car and go help her. Um, and when she walked across the street to go help her, she got hit by a car and died very tragically. Um, her parents are just the sweetest people and they dug deep in their faith and, and, and in their healing and have decided to carry on Haley Sue's legacy. And her legacy is incredible. She loved Jesus, loved people. Um, so now the Haley Sue foundation, yes, gets together once a year for these legacy ball for this legacy ball, but also, um, throughout the year, um, just continues to raise money and give out scholarships to kids to go to college, um, helps out with siblings who have are helps out with people who have lost a sibling or lost a child, um, and just does so much to help other people. And so it is a complete honor to be involved, um, in some capacity with the Haley Sue foundation. So this year, um, being able to come to the second annual was super special. I'm going to go next year. So it's really cool, but, um, and it's in my favorite state, little city, um, as well. But um, absolutely incredible night. They um, they had a silent auction going on. They had a live auction. Amazing dinner. My roommate and I, not going to lie, we started the dance floor and we kept it going for a good bit. And then a ton of people came and the dance floor was packed all night. Uh, met some of the greatest friends. Um, yeah, it's been just like a really cool small world um, moment to one of my high school friends, mom um, is best friends with the lady that I met there. And there was just like a lot of little cool things going on that night. Um, and so I'm super blessed to be a part of that. Um, and just to kind of give a little more of an update after that night, um, my roommate and I went home, we slept sound real good. And then the next morning, uh, or yeah, I guess the next morning we flew back to um, Orlando and I came home and I already had a trip planned to go visit my sister and the babies um, Monday to Thursday. And so I got back Sunday and then Monday morning um, I had an inspection, crazy day, went back to Orlando, flew out, went to North Carolina, flew back Thursday morning to show property. And it's been a wild, wild ride. Um, I am absolutely so thankful for this wild ride. Um, and I'm thankful for the people that are investing in me with my podcast or, um, with real estate or anything else, or even just some of my crazy stories. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the nutshell of my last week. And it's only been, yeah, like eight, nine days since the whole gun incident and I'm surviving, um, thriving. I'm thankful, grateful, blessed, all the things. Um, but one thing, like, even though all the stuff is like, is funny and light and all, all, all of the different aspects is I've just really seen the Lord at work in all aspects of my life. And I would encourage you guys to, um, to do the same, to really seek him. Cause if you seek him, you will find him. And, um, yeah, 10 out of 10 recommend spending some time with him. And even just like sitting on the couch or, and, and maybe just like accepting his peace and, and praying and accepting his grace and his mercy and all the things that he so freely gives us because life is wild. And if we didn't have laughter and friendships and community and all the things like tragedy and things that make us fearful, uh, would just be like overwhelming and daunting. So, um, my write it down today is going to be sit in his peace. And 
it's just that simple. Sometimes it's just like literally being like, okay, Lord, I'm going to sit here and I want your peace to just wash over me. Like I'm not going to lift a finger because I can't truthfully, I can't do anything, but I'm just going to accept what you so freely give. And, um, that's one of your fruit, fruit of the spirits is peace. And so he will give that to us. Um, and all we need to do is just receive him and receive that peace and that blessing. So, um, thank you guys so much, uh, for, for listening today to my wild and crazy stories. Uh, I'm sure there's more to come. Um, next episode is going to be such a joy to share with you guys. Um, I will not be going solo. I will have a very special guest to share with you guys. So thank you so much for listening to write it down. Thank you for supporting. Um, some of you guys have reached out about how to continue to support. You can go on, um, patreon.com slash write it down. And I will put a link, um, beneath this video. Um, you guys can support monetarily. You guys can pray. You guys can, not do anything, or you could just keep listening. You could also write a review, which would be super helpful, but don't forget to subscribe, um, and comment that always helps, um, with just getting this, um, to the top of the algorithm, but thank you so much for listening to write it down. Thank you for listening to the write it down podcast. This podcast is a part of the 1513 network. You can catch a variety of shows on their website, 1513.com. If you enjoy listening to write it down, please subscribe, share with your friends. And if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review for more content. Follow the fun on Instagram by following at W I D P O D that spells WIDPOD. Super cool. Stands for Write It Down Podcast, but it's abbreviated to Woodpod. Anyways, thanks for listening, and we will catch you later.